0: Oh, it is uh, Easter season, and we started last week a series, an Easter series, Lenten series, entitled Unleashed. And it's, it's a real simple premise, um, as I prayed that through, yeah, the reality is we we all have a lot of things that, that bind us up and tie us up, some things that in some ways maybe are unique to us, but there's a lot of common things that we deal with, um, things that, our, our struggles for each one of us, uh, unique to us in, in circumstances perhaps, but a lot of different things. And so I just prayed that through and was led to look at um, seven things that are pretty um, normal, if you will, in terms of, of things that people struggle with. And the first thing that we looked at last week, um truth about, was this thing called personal pride, which is the opposite of humility. And pride, um, in terms of how it manifests itself in unhealthy ways, um, self-elevation, self-focus, um, being filled with self. We, we know a lot of the, the sayings, um, always concerned about what we want and what's going to impact and affect us. We want to always look good as well. We talked about truth in that respect and being set free from that and what it means to live a humble life and just simply following Jesus Christ. Um, Something that's tied pretty closely to that and can impact, especially when we think about that um, self-elevation or looking good, is something called deceit and dishonesty sometimes we 're pretty deceitful and dishonest because we want to look good but it 's a huge problem and a huge issue in a number of different ways and The reality is it 's been kind of the norm for um, a lot of people there was a barna um study that i read done not too terribly long ago that indicated get this figure and i don't know um if you're in this percentile or you're in the minority but 81 percent of all americans believe that it's okay to lie if it is self-beneficial so in other words it's okay to lie if you're going to be able to use that for your advantage i want you to think about that a minute And we, we, when we think about dishonesty and deception, we know that there's kind of degrees, right? We know that there's times when we're just blatantly dishonest. We just flat out denied everything, the truth. And then there are times, and here's where it gets a little tricky. And I think Satan works, weaves webs with subtleness, because we know sometimes we're just to struggle a little bit when we blur the lines, and we have sayings for that too: half truths or white lies. What's a white lie? It's a clean lie? I... See, there's a lot of blurriness there, and yet the reality is any time we're being deceptive and we're not telling the truth, we're being deceitful or dishonest. There's no blurriness or, or whiteness about it. And, and we we know what that looks like, um, and, and it's so easy, so easy, right? To not come totally clean. So maybe you had something like this happen before. Um, so your 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 mom comes down as you're getting ready to go to school, and um, you know she was really tired the night before, and there's a pile of dishes. And uh, she comes down, and and um, you're getting ready to walk out the door, and she just looks at the kitchen counter, and she just oozes with thankfulness, lays her eyes on you, and says, "Ah, oh, I am so thankful that you did those dishes for me. I, I, it's just so awesome. I just really appreciate it. Thank you so much." And you just kind of like, you know, you muster a little smile or something, and then you walk out the door, and the only problem is you didn't do them; your sister did. But you're just loving the thankfulness, right? Truthfulness? See, it's easy to do that. We get hit with those opportunities multiple times a day. Multiple times a day. We have the opportunity to be truthful or to be dishonest. And I want to invite you to to look at two Proverbs with me that share truth about deceitfulness and dishonesty. And the thing that I love about God's Word is it is is real to life. Real to life. And you'll find that um, in these Proverbs. And I just ask you to to open up your hearts now and let God speak to you His truth from these two Proverbs. We're going to look first at Proverbs 10.9 and it says this, Man of integrity walks securely, but he who takes crooked paths will be found out. So a person who, who, who walks, who, who live, uh, walks in integrity walks securely, and whoever takes crooked paths will be found out. I want you to just picture that. Um, walking securely. What does that look like? What does that mean? when you walk securely. Have you ever walked um, down a path and your footing wasn't too terribly secure? I would take um, trips out in the wilderness and we're loaded down with a lot of weight and stuff like that. And some of the trails we walked on were pretty even, pretty smooth, and not too concerned about tripping or something like that. But then there were other paths that we went down that had big rocks, a lot of gravel, loose-fitting, and when you're carrying a lot of weight, sometimes it's really easy to take a misstep, twist an ankle, and that's not so good um, when you're out on a wilderness trip way back in the in the boonies. So you can kind of picture that and see that walking securely. What about in the winter? Why do we use salt? We don't like to walk on ice. And it's so easy. I don't care how young or old you are, but you walk along all of a sudden, whoop, boop, you know. We think it's kind of funny when it happens to somebody other than us, Not so much when it's us, you know, it really hurts. Or, what's that saying about thin ice? Shuffling around, you know, thin ice you can hear it crack. We don't like walking on ground where we aren't secure. We like to walk securely. And we can picture that the truth of this in a real, in a real practical way. We know what it means to walk and not worry or think about where we're walking. But we also know what it's like to walk and have to watch our steps. And we're concerned about the next step we take because we know it could maybe bring unfortunate circumstances, regardless of what that ground or whatever it is that we're walking on. And that's true, of course, in life, right? We know what it's like to to walk securely and tied to that is integrity. Being honest. Not being deceitful. Mark Twain, um, the theologian that he was, had a saying. He says, if you tell the truth, you don't ever have to remember anything. See, when we, we start to get into deception and dishonesty, what's the problem? We're about the next step, the next words out of our mouth, we're not really sure, and so we gotta do the whole, you know, what did I say last time, and, and did I, I gotta get my story straight? And there's a lot of insecurity about moving forward and, and saying things if we've already been dishonest or deceptive. It's a problem, it's a struggle. We know we've all been there before. As much as I, I, and I see a bunch of honest people, I know that it's so easy to be dishonest and deceptive that we that we've all done it, and, and it's hard, and that that's why a police interrogate when they 're not sure what's going on, and then they ask a lot of questions. Now, I used to be detective dad I would when i couldn't figure out what was going on. I would just simply get, get kids in front of me and I would pepper them with questions. And eventually, a couple of things happened. One of them would really start to sweat. That's a dead giveaway. You don't wring their hands. Oh, no. Or they'd trip themselves up with their words. That happens to us. When we're not walking with integrity. There's insecurity in in what happens next in terms of conversations in life. Crooked pass. We know what that is all about. And the struggles that it brings when we, we can't keep things straight. I want you to have a contrast of that. So so what does it mean to walk down a crooked path? What happens when there's this and this and unlevel ground and not sure about what's going to happen next? What do you feel? What's your life like when you're trying to to cover something up? or, Or when you're just creating this web of deception? What's going on in your head? What's going on in your heart? We know, again, there's fears and anxiety. There's People are just, just, you just struggle. And there's guilt and there's this weight. There's all kinds of different things that we could use to describe it, but then you take the opposite of that. What do you feel? What do you experience when you're living a life of Integrity. When you can walk forward without fears, of again, not needing to remember anything because everybody knows what is true. Because that's who you've been. Transparent. You're walking forward. There's confidence. There's security. You can leap. You can run. You can walk freely. Because you're not worried about all of the other stuff that's going along with you. That you're dragging along. Deception, the Deception and dishonesty is a great word picture. And, and here's the reality and the truth, and, and I love this, about that verse. Uh, he walks securely. He who takes crooked paths will be found out. The first part of it, walking securely, See, that's what Jesus, that's what God wants you to do. To be free. See, we get into this messy, tangly stuff when we start to get deceptive and we're not honest about who we are and about life regardless of what relationship it is. More on that when we get to the next proverb. But, but here's, the, here's the reality. We, we don't need to be there. We don't need to to live a life that's all tangly and mucky, filled with some deception. No, we can be truthful. We can be honest. We can be people of integrity. We have that capability in Jesus Christ, new creation, set free from all the things that Satan wants to fall and getting trapped in. One of my favorite verses, and I know many of you know it. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things. How? Through Christ who strengthens me. So I, I don't need to tell lies. I don't need to be deceptive. And it's important to, to realize that each and every moment of each and every day because, because it happens. Those opportunities come up all of the time. Sometimes inadvertently. Sometimes at times when you don't expect it. It happened to me Tuesday when I was meeting with Tom Boscher for lunch we were sitting there talking, and all of a sudden he asked me a question and asked me about something uh, that, that maybe he wondered if I had done it. And I had a little glitch. Why? Because I wanted to look good. Well, that time I, I didn't be deceptive. There's been times when that's been true to my discredit. Not that time, though. I had to think a minute because instantly I did. I wanted to look good. And I go, oh yeah, I did that. No, I didn't. So I paused a second. I don't know if he caught the pause, but I just was thinking it through. See, it happens so quickly. You know, we can have that, that moment when when truth comes looking at our hearts, and God is just really wondering, you know, so what are you going to do? You're going to be honest with us? and honest? And the hope and the truth is, is that we are. And that we can walk securely, we can move forward in the living of life that we can be people of integrity Jesus Christ equips us empowers us to do that and that's the hope that we wouldn't be weighed down and and bound up in all of this stuff but that we could just walk and if we're bound up and we're struggling we're not walking freely towards Him There's a lot of things you can just think that through in terms of what that means and what that looks like. In addition to that, um, certainly not being honest or being deceptive leads to a lot of other things. I'd like you to look at Proverbs 11.3 with me. It says this, The integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. Integrity of the upright guides them, but the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity. And maybe this is one of the things that certainly serves as um a detriment when we think about consequences. That's not all bad. But hopefully it's it's more than that. It's simply wanting to follow God or, or Jesus. But the reality is, is that when we're living lives of, of deception or we're being dishonest, there is consequences. We're all aware of that as well. It's so critical, so important to be a person of integrity. And I think about that even in our culture, and it's one of the things that I, I, I just, it's so, um, there's such inequity in how people deal with others. Because I just shared with you a reality that 81% of people think it's okay to lie, but then what happens, especially now, when somebody finds out that you told a lie? I, I, I'm just amazed. I'm not suggesting that being dishonest or being deceptive at any point in time is is okay, but the reality is sometimes for very minor things, People are, are just incredibly, incredibly dealt a huge consequence in destruction. I'm thinking of all kinds of, of cases where that's true. Where somebody did something wrong, they covered it up, but then and it, not good again, but they lost their job over it, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. There was this unweightiness. And that's true, and you think about that when you see it today in, in culture and in media and, and, and the living of life, there, there is this lack of grace that just bam, grace and truth coexisting together, always so critically important. And I'm always amazed, though, um, how far and how quick people are. Um, to to lie and be deceptive, and and it has a lot to do again with probably wanting to look good, and the links that they'll go to 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 keep from from having people discover what is real about them, or something that they did, or or some mistake that they made. I remember um, one time when I was a kid, I was playing in the front room, and uh, doing I didn't listen to my mom too well about playing with balls and houses and I broke one of her favorite dishes and she was like three rooms away she heard the crash instantly my mind is spinning she walks in there's the dish there am I she asked me what happened I proceeded to spin the biggest whopper in the world it included um, birds I thought for a moment when my mom's jaw was dropping that it's like she's believing this incredible story. Nope. She's like, How can my kid tell me a bold faced lie like that? I soon found out she, yeah, dragged off to the dungeon. But it happens quickly, doesn't it? You know? and then and then the thing is here's part of the the problem and it only adds to to the issues and i want you to think about this you know not only can we quickly be deceptive and, and deceitful and dishonest but but we also then continue to that there's a saying there lies begat lies we just continue when when we realize maybe somebody is closer they know and then then we just start building this and so we call that that web of deceit it just gets huge and unfortunately for, for some, it becomes a way of life, right? That's how I'm going to live my life. It, it kind of works here, it kind of works there. Even though there's always consequences. Even though at some point in time, you, you might be able to, what's that saying? Fool some of the people some of the time, but not all the people all the time. And their truth will always come out. Always. Maybe in, in a heartbeat... Like when I got dragged off to the dungeon, maybe in a week. Like when I discovered glue. It took a little longer, but I still got found out. And maybe someday when we just stand before Jesus Christ. The truth will always come to the surface. It's so critical and it's so important in terms of being free to let truth guide you to be upright, to have integrity. One of the things I used to tell my children as well, um, when I would catch them in those little lies, I would say, look, you know, and it gets at a core issue of every single relationship, trust. I used to say, "If, if I can't trust you with this little thing, how can I trust you with the big things? You're telling me a lie about something that the consequences, maybe you're going to sit on the chair for 10 minutes or in the corner or something like that, whatever fit that particular kid. But then when you ask me to, to take the vehicle or something, go out and something happens and it's a big deal, you want me to trust you then? If I can't trust you now, how can I trust you then? Trust is so important because of what the proverb says the unfaithful are destroyed by their duplicity we know that's true you can think about any kind of circumstance in life in terms of relationships and know that when there's dishonesty and deception when it comes out there's destruction trust is broken other parts of the relationship respect All of those things get impacted. There's a, a, a great um, saying that C.S. Lewis had about integrity, doing the right thing when no one is watching. I love that. It's easy to have integrity and do the right things when there's people around. Why? Because we want to see that good side of us. But when nobody's looking, who are we then? And then are we going to be honest about that? When you break a dish and nobody's looking, but then somebody comes and sees a dish, what's going to happen? And so all all has to do with with our personal relationship with one another and with God. There's a a saying of integrity that that I really like that I learned um, in some leadership training. It came out of a book called uh, Leader's Journey by Jim Harrington. And the definition of integrity is this, is doing what you say you will do when you say you're going to do it. I really like that for... Um, marital relationships Always being truthful always doing what you say that you're going to do what you tell somebody you're going to do And you do it when you say you're going to do it And, and when those things that don't happen when we don't live with integrity, we're not truthful to our word Trust indeed gets broken But all other kinds of things do as well, and I want you to think about that in terms of relationship about what happens, what, what falls apart, what destruction comes when you're not upfront and you're not honest. Think about it in terms of a relationship with a friend. If you decide that it's okay to start lying to your friend and so you start doing that repeatedly, what do you think the consequences are going to be? I'll tell you what they would be if you were my friend. I would give you grace. But there's this thing about trust is when it's broken, it it's one of those things that takes a really long time to build, and it can crumble in a day. What about if you're dishonest with your parents? What are the results? What are the consequences? What if you as a parent lie to your children? I see that all the time too how do you think they're going to look at you if you can't be truthful to them? What's going to happen in that relationship? In the present tense and then in the future. What about at work? Coworkers, bosses. What about a spouse? A husband, a wife? If you decide that lying and cheating is okay then. See, we, we, we know the consequences. We know there's destruction. It impacts our relationships greatly. And here's the good news. <laughs> the first part of the proverb. The upright are, are guided by their integrity that when we let the presence of Jesus Christ come into our hearts and our lives, and we take the Word of God and we live it, it creates a different future. It creates a different journey. We walk securely. We're led by truth and by the presence of Jesus Christ. I love some of the Proverbs that um, deal with that. I also love um, Psalm 119. Two of them. Psalm 119. eleven. The whole, the whole um, psalm is incredible but thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. So when that comes and those opportunities come, that that psalm pops, that verse pops into my head. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That's right. Verse 105, and the word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. It it helps me. It leads me. It teaches me where to walk. shows me where I should go. And and then um, these words out of Galatians 5, you know some of them. Perhaps this is so powerful and so so awesome, and we think about it as followers of Jesus. And I hope that's true for everybody. If not, man, I'd love to have a conversation with you. There's nothing like walking with Jesus in terms of all that He brings into your heart and into your relationship. But listen to this, Proverbs. Uh, excuse me, Galatians five twenty-two to twenty-five. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against these such things. There is no law. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature with its passions and desires. That's true. We don't need to lie. We don't need to live a life of deception. We have the capability to be honest. And then these words, Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let's be who we truly are. Let's live lives of integrity and be honest. Not get bogged down, tied down, but walk securely and walk freely with the great Lord our God. It's a beautiful thing. And I don't know where you're at today on that. I just invite you to get rid of some garbage, to cut a couple of ties, to get unleashed, to let that stuff go. And start to walk a path that's free from all of that. You know in the areas of your life where that's true and how that's working out. And the blessings that you enjoy it can be true in every single area. And that's God's hope. That's His desire. That we'd all simply be unleashed. That we'd rise up in the words of that song. And be the church and the people that He created us and died for to be. Will you pray with me? Gracious Heavenly Father, I thank You for Your Word and I thank You for Your truth. I pray, O Lord, that um, because this is so easy, Satan is so good, so subtle, so quick to tempt us to be deceptive and dishonest. O Lord, that these words would get rooted in our hearts and that we would literally be unleashed. We'd say goodbye to that. We're going to be honest. We're going to be truthful. We're going to be transparent. We're going to live lives where we just let you lead us and that we'll be free to follow. I I, I just pray that those words will come to our minds and our hearts this week when we have that opportunity when Satan comes and invites us um, to tell the half-truth, a white lie, or to be blatantly dishonest. Might it be. Might your word lead us, guide us and live in us. May we rise up In Jesus Christ, in Your name we pray it. Amen.